episode 303. Thank you all for listening to episode 302, Turning Japanese. I am Tetsuo Naito, here with my co-host. Barrow. Cody Balker. Thanks to Wes Anderson for moments of time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thanks to All Work Clothing, the first sponsor of Overline Sports Podcast. He hooks us up with merchandise, and he can hook you up as well. Just mention Overline Sports Podcast at allworkclothing.com, and he will hook you up with a deal. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give Sean a call, 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. Denver, Colorado. It's a good place not to serve. Thank you, Sean. It is summertime. He's got a lot of landscaping going on. That is his biggest thing going right now. He's got a lot of mowing jobs, and then he's going to have landscaping, not landscaping, snow plowing coming up in the winter, and he's got fall cleanup coming up. He's taking uh, new clients and, and the help you might need in the fall or the winter. Get in touch with him, 419-704-5471. Thank you to Sparty Steve, the biggest sponsor of the show. We appreciate him for all he does for us. Thank you, Sparty Steve. And last but not least, thank you to Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Two things you need to do. You need to get to datingtransformation.com. Get that free consultation with Connell Barrett. And you need to go to amazon.com and get dating sucks, but you don't. We know you already have it, but we got to tell you, make sure you go buy it. Amazon.com. Dating sucks, but you don't. And datingtransformation.com. So I got to finish like packing and shit for uh, Florida. So I know, well, I'm pretty much ready to go. I just got to get some other shit tidied up, get these episodes out for the week so that I don't have to worry about it when I'm gone and uh, get these picks in. So we got to talk about golf. We got a big week this week. And you, you want to tell us about last week as well, Bear? Yeah, last week at the old Juan Deer Classic um, over in Illinois, Lucas Glover came out and um, won for the first time on tour and – Oh man, I think it was like 11 years or something like that. It was a second tour win. So good for Lucas Glover. Um, and honestly, man, coming off of that too, is a sneaky good pick this week. We'll get to that in a second. But yeah, Lucas Glover, 19 under, ended up winning the John Deere Classic, um, followed by Ryan Moore, Kevin Knott, a couple other no names um, down there. And um, us picking, we did an absolute uh, shit job. Dub, who's just absolutely dominating us here right now. Um, sorry, I have an ad playing that shouldn't be. But um, yeah, he's um, he's running right now, running away with this pretty much. We uh, we have whew, what eight weeks left to golf, I think. And he is. You're on mute, homie. If you're talking. Um, yeah, you're right. We got uh, eight, including this week. And, yeah. Uh, he, I mean, like you said, he's running. He's pretty much the, those 70, the two missed cuts for me in a row, like just pulled me right out of it. And I wasn't second. I'm at 901, and Dub is at 769. So he's got to basically do what I did for a couple of weeks, and I got to finish strong. But that ain't going to happen this week. Yeah, he's just, uh, he's on fire right now. And yeah, he's got a, uh, he's got the favorite this week, um, the Royal St. George. Um, he, he's taking John Rahm this week, which that's probably going to net him another top 10. Um, but yeah, Royal St. George, the open championship, probably the, the best championship of the year, mostly because you get to watch it in the morning over here in the States. There's not much better than that. Um, haven't played here since 2011. Usually it's a 10 year deal, which nails this one right on the head. Um, this is the tournament that was won by Darren Clark in 2011 and won by Ben Curtis in 2003. 
Um, really the only big name since any of us on this podcast have been alive who have won the, at, at Royal St. George is Greg Norman. Um, <laughs> Tiger's never won. Tiger's never won here. Um, no, really? really. Jack never won here. Arnold never won here. Um, yeah, this is besides like Ben Hogan. I mean, you know, guys back then who have won here. This course, for whatever reason, for whatever reason, um, besides Greg Norman, in the uh, in the, I would say more present era, has not yielded a guy in the top 100. Um, so yeah, it'll it'll be an interesting week. A lot of withdrawals this week due to COVID, travel, and um, uh, just the. This, the uh, traveling overseas to England has been messed up, which is kind of all fucked up anyways, because they're not letting these guys travel without testing X amount of times per day. Their families can't come over. They're secluded to one thing. But, oh, by the way, they're going to have 70,000 fans there every day. Makes a lot of sense, RNA. You really screwed the pooch on that one. You're holding these players to a different standard, but you're going to let fans stand 10 feet from them and, at, at times. So hopefully, hopefully there are no issues this week. But um, yeah, this is just one of those weeks where the top guys just I, they just haven't pulled it out. Um, but back in 2011, um, with Darren Clark winning, Phil and DJ were tied second here, um, and that's where I'm going this week is to Dustin Johnson. Dustin Johnson um, has in his entire career has only missed one cut at a open championship. And that was in 2012, I think at Carnoustie. And um, he's played since 2009, I think um, in the open. So tied second here. It's a, it's a funky course. It's not the longest course in the world, but there's so many Hills. It's all about the bounces this week. It's all about who can put, and who can keep it inbounds, a lot of out of bounds, really tight fairways. So if you can keep it in a roundabout way on the fairway, you're going to be all right. Obviously the weather it's, that's always the, that's always the factor to where it's either going to be a uh, eight under winner or an even winner this week at Royal St. George. So we'll see. Um, I, I did not, the only thing I did look at was the weather forecast, but they're teeing off in about five hours from now. So first round will be done by the time this comes out, even on Thursday. Um, but yeah, they start at 1.35 a.m. Eastern time. So about five, six hours from now, they'll be teeing off over there in England. Nice. So DJ for you, Johnny Rom for old dub, and I pray to God Justin Thomas saved him for the right time. Yeah. Um, he hasn't been playing well, but he just had a top 10 at the Scottish open. So that's always promising. Um, and I'm sure, I'm sure JT will come out and just make the cut just barely. And then shoot like a 66 on Saturday to get your hopes up and then shoot a 74 on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. That's That'd exactly what's going to happen. That'd be my guess this week. Ah, uh, come on, Justin. What about Cody, Cody Barker? Who's he taking this week? Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go with uh, Brooks Kepka this week. Yeah. Brooks Kopika. He's um number if two. Even... So I think Ron's the favorite, and Brooks is second favorite this week. All not them big guns, man. I think I still got Brooks to use in the future, don't I? Yeah, I, I do too. Why? 
I haven't I haven't popped into the Brooks yet. I've kind of left all no. the dogs here for the next eight weeks. So yeah, I've got Brooks Kopika. I've got Morikawa. I've got Xander to use. I got to pull out these big guns because Dub I don't think has really used any big guns. Justin Thomas when he won, he was the that was the second win. Yeah, he's got DeChambeau in there. He's got Rory in there. Finau, Reed. He has used Brooks at the U.S. Cantlay, Rom. So he's still got um he still got some guys out there, DJ and whatnot. But the fact that he won the first week and then missed six cuts in a row and now is just absolutely dominating is just he had the wildest golf year ever. Let's look at this. So 335 for how many weeks is this? 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18. So basically for about five months, Dub only had 335 points. In that six-week span that he just struggled, 427. Absolutely insane. So 19 weeks at 335, six weeks at 427. He's just – what That shows you right there. All it takes is – a couple weeks in a row of missing cuts. So you gotta, you gotta stay hot, but he's on it right now. And last week was a little disappointing. Um, I, uh, I didn't think that our, both of our guys would come out playing like shit. So right. Right. It is what it is, but always look forward to this week. It's, it's the best major in golf in my opinion. Yep. Well, we'll see what happens, but now we got to, uh, Oh, I, I, I told you about uh, – I got to play uh, the old course that you play on from uh, – I didn't realize it was as old as it is, 1897. 1897. Got to, got to play at Toledo Country Club on Friday. Uh, last Friday I was uh, sitting in a meeting with a potential person to do business with, and we were talking about golf, and he's like, hey, by the way, I just had somebody drop out, you know, basically 20 minutes ago, and he's like, can you play this afternoon? I'm like, all right, uh, potentially when's, uh, when's everything going on? He's like, well, check-ins in 20 minutes. And uh, they, they, uh, the shotgun start was an hour and 20 minutes later. I made it out there, um, played pretty well on the drives, uh, was hitting my irons like shit, but I was hitting the wedge as well. The irons were not good, but the, the driver and the three wood got a couple, I told you, Bear, a couple over 300 on the driver. And then, uh, and that, that three wood, man, I was bombing. I had a, a 265 and a couple 250, 255s, just bombing them on those par fives. And, and we needed one, I actually, so is that eight? Yeah, 18 that runs along the river? Yes. Yep. So I would have had the longest drive by 20 yards, but I was off in the rough, like slightly in the rough. And he's like, oh, you can give a club. I'm like, nah, I'm not worried about that. And then take up the, we were 240 out. And I'm like, I got to, I'm going to kill it with this three wood. And I did, I went, you know, I bounced, I hit the green and then just went, you know, right past. And I was on the edge, but it was a downhill putt. And it was like, no, we ended up taking a shorter shot up um, to just to chip on so we could putt. Cause it was, it would have been a horrible downhill putt from where I was placed. That, but, green, that green's tough. <laughs> yeah. It, it, but I tell you what, man, that was a beautiful place to play. I was very happy I did. And then I find out on Sunday, two days later that we won the outing. It's like, <laughs> That's just wild. I, I didn't think we'd have a shot at 11 under, but there was only 14 teams. So um, we did play pretty well. And uh, fortunately, my cart partner was uh, she played college golf at BGSU. So it was fun to you know watch a, a legitimate female play on the same team as me and uh, just watching her play. She did really well. 
and uh, natural draw on the ball and and it was fun and the other two guys are really good the one that i was doing business with and this other guy who's been playing for a long time used to be a member at toledo country club and uh, now he's at sylvania country club so it was it was pretty neat to play and i know sometime i'm gonna have to get out there with bear and play out there just like he's gonna have to come to brandywine so it'll be good i love you i've played enough brandywine in my life to never play that again well then they haven't they hasn't it been completely switched since you've been there yeah and it got worse Oh yeah, <laughs> I didn't like it in high school, and I didn't like when I sold to Anderson. So yeah, I, and did they my, I did my two rounds there after they redid it, and I the first time I hated it, and I gave it a second shot, and the second time I think I hated it worse. So sorry, but no, oh, it's and it's a tough court. You know, when I saw the rating seventy and one thirty one, I'm like Jesus. I didn't realize the rating and slope was that difficult. I mean, the front seven are like a link, so it's not too bad, but there's just so many twists and turns, and they strategically, as you know, place trees and water and sand, and it's like it's not made to be any bit of easy. And then that number, yeah, what is yeah, that no, number? It's, it's, a, it's still a tough course, but, yeah, I've I've done my fair share there. <laughs> <laughs> and then number, uh, number five used to be a par five. When they backed up the white tees to back to the blue where it's like 450, they still have them back there, but it's a par four now. And I'm like, shit, you know, that's a longer 450 is not too bad, but it is a longer par four for us. And I'm like, all right, you know, not too bad. So I finally, finally birdied it for the first time uh, last week or two weeks ago. But it was like had to get a good drive out there to the fairway. And then I, I think I put a seven or eight up and then just a good putt. But, like, as you know, those greens are all tough. Like, it's always fast. It doesn't matter if it fucking rains. It's still fast. And I tell people that. They're like, oh, it rained. It should be slow. I'm like, it's still going to be faster than you think. It's going to be like a normal green now. <laughs> yeah, that's and that's the nice part about it. You always want You prefer faster greens. I'm not a fan of the slower greens. Yeah, no, I agree. 100% agree. Just got to get the old Grayson to, you know, he's been out four times now. He actually, did I tell you, he had a 82-yard drive last week. Nice. That's good. Was, yeah, for his fourth time out, I was pretty damn proud. That's good. <laughs> Just got to work yeah. on his putting. Yeah, well, that's, not, that's the hardest part. It's all that's what I told him. Like, dude, it's 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 the hardest part to learn and because he'll get it up there in one or two, and then he's just tap, tap, tap. He's like, Dad, that was three total. I'm like, no, like that wasn't one putt. That was five putts. That's not how that works. So damn kids. But yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun. I know we got an outing coming up on the 28th. Cody's still looking for two magical partners. Cody, you found anybody yet besides uh, the parrot? Cody Barker. Woof. Woof. No, we'll, we'll just give him. Uh, okay. I said the one ringer I did have. He uh, has to work, so I can't can't draft him yet. Well, didn't so, you yeah, say you were, you gonna are you gonna take Fatty Arbuckle? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I actually want to enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> we'll see what happens. All right, let, let, let's go over to NASCAR. No What's that? It's a no comment. No comment. Suarez Canal. Oh, you, you're in that volleyball outing that day. Oh, I, I was just saying that. Uh, his oh, partner, he'll he be at a mud ends game. Yeah. To go to a mud ends game that day. Or a shooting and then, range. Then, then complain about the uh, netting around. <laughs> and then go to a gun range and complain about the bullets. <laughs> oh, Jesus. 
<laughs> it's not a buffet and complain about the sneeze gun. <laughs> I told you that poor guy. That's why he doesn't work shows anymore. He asked for two comp buffets when we were working, and he's like, never bring him back. <laughs> he asked for two? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, he did. Uh, well, I mean, he must have been, uh, must have been a diet or something, man. I guess. Oh, oh, Jesus. Oh, man. Why? This is bad, man. Hmm. Whatever, man. You act like I'm lying. No, <laughs> I didn't, say you, I didn't lying. say you were lying. I'm just yeah, saying. Oh, oh, I can't say that two, two buffet comps is a diet, but, but we can turn Japanese, though. <laughs> hey, that was last week. That's in the past. Yeah, that didn't happen. I don't know what you're talking about. It's in the past. Stephen Stephen A stuck up for us, so we're all right. Yep. Oh yeah, I'm glad he took me. Yeah. yeah. We- <laughs> so <laughs> last week at Hot Atlanta, man, Battle of the Bush Brothers, Kurt finally got on on top of Kyle. There, he uh, beat him finally. Yeah, we had uh, we had two great weeks in a row for a podcast. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Best finish in two weeks is fourteenth. Best finish in three weeks is ninth. That's yeah. We're. Oh, I mean, that's and it's, we're getting we're getting into the nitty gritty of guys. I've I've saved a couple here, so I'm hoping to make a minor little comeback before the playoffs. Yeah, man, um, you, you got a you got a, you got a stud right there. Yeah, but yeah, but but yeah, Kurt beating Kyle is always great. Um, Kurt kind of talking shit, to Kyle and Kyle all pissed off was fantastic. Um, and then ripping on Ross Chastain. It was absolutely beautiful. What about Kurt's like Kurt going, oh, Chastain, you know, he, he got me this win pretty much, shake and bake. And then Kurt going, yeah, that's why he can't drive. <laughs> or Kyle going, yeah, that's why he can't drive. Well, how about so, Kyle and, and, and Stenhouse? <laughs> God, yeah. That was a great interview they did. Or I mean, it was obviously before, but calling him Recky Spinhouse. Oh, my God. That is, that is fantastic. And of course, what does he do? Rex and finishes last for both of us. Yeah, God, what a I told you I didn't want to pick him, and I did anyways, and I went against my better judgment. Never again. Had him in DK. Never again. Had him in DK. Got me negative sixteen. All dick. Um, I would. I should have just picked freaking goddamn Alfredo. Would have got right. twenty six out of it. Jesus. But it is what it is. On to next week, New Hampshire this week. Kyle um, Bush on the pole. Yep. Oh, Kyle on the pole, obviously for winning. Um, I had to pull out a big dog, three wins here. Denny Hamlin, um, you know, got to I, I, I got to go with Hamlin. Honestly, Hamlin was my pick last week, and that's who I changed off of, um, which I'm happy I did because he only got a 13th last week. So I forgot he raced as well at New Hampshire. It's getting to the nitty. needs a win. Harvick needs a win. I mean, because all it takes is for two more randos out of nowhere to win and make the playoffs. They have to. I mean, they're in if the same suspects keep winning. They're in. But if not, if 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 somehow Anthony Alfredo pulls one out of his ass, they're going to be in trouble. So it's 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 nut cutting time for these boys and uh, Hamlin nut and cutting. Harvick. Hamlin and Harvick need to win one, so I'm going with Denny this week. He needs to get me a he needs to get me a green number one this week. And I'm going to take the guy with the uh, best average finish here. Only raced here once. Uh, finally, time to use him. Starting 21st, Cole Custer. Old Cold Custer. 
and Matt DeBenedetto for our boy Dub, who has an average finish here of 25. Two top tens and a top five, though, so should be okay. Let's go to the last four, uh, last two races here. So let's see how that looks in the last two. Denny Hamlin, average finish of uh, two. He's <laughs> finished twice both times. Uh, yeah, hopefully he does one better than that this next time. Yeah, it's uh, this is the time to do so. So we'll see how he does. To Benedetto, he uh, had a top five and, uh, and two top tens here in the last two races. So it's good. What about you, old uh, Cody Barker? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Tyler Reddick. You already picked him two three weeks ago. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Now I gotta try to scroll and stop then, I guess. Hey. How about uh bad Brad yet? Yeah, he's used Brad. Yeah. Brad Dad Booty Daddy. Oh man. <laughs> I was looking for it. I was like, wait a second, I don't see it. I know we give him all these random fucking names. Killer Kurt Bush, <laughs> Kevin Har Victory, <laughs> Chase Checkered Flag Elliot. <laughs> Martin yeah. Martin State Truex Jr. is still one of my favorites. Even us, uh, man. I'm going to go with Ryan Treats. We are just not having not having good year in NASCAR either. Only one win from all of us all year. And that was just a like road course Chase Elliott. So I'm in sure the, are you the, taking the rain? Didn't are you taking right. right? Are you taking Chase next week at the road course? Of course I am. You know that's what's under there. You can well, just take it off. Yeah, right? we'll just unhide it. I'll unhide the rest of mine because I can change them as we go. But this is what I'm got scheduled for now. I'm gonna take old ju- previous winner there, Justin Haley, gonna come into the uh, Daytona and win again. <laughs> but I could change that as I get there. We'll see who's close on the edge because he doesn't I'm have pretty, a shot. I was gonna say I'm pretty positive the next few guys that I'm taking you've already taken, so it won't matter anyways. Right. I still got Bowman the showman. I got to pick him one of these races, which I haven't decided which one yet. Probably most likely going to go with Christopher Bell next week, but I haven't decided yet. Or I'm sorry, in two weeks at uh, Brickyard. Yeah, Michigan is Michigan. So I might take Bowman at Michigan because Hendrick races always well in Michigan. Always right. have fast cars there. Right. So we'll see. I got to figure it out for the next few, but I got to get close here for the playoffs because then we're all right back in it and we're all going to take. 10 top drivers so it's time now to 306 339 you're only 33 out and this is a still, good time for you to catch off. up nope, still a race off so we're gonna I mean, but you can get it in the next well custer races well here so we'll see danger does well on road court we don't know i mean but anything could happen like you said alfredo was 26 and fucking recky spin house was 37th oh god piece of shit We'll have to see what I get for Parrot. I'm running out of clever shit here because <laughs> yeah, Daniel I mean, Suarez Canal. He, he already took Ricky Stenthouse in a he technical did. sense. So I had yeah. to go to the second last, which was Suarez. And I was like, Daniel Suarez, I'm sitting here like, what last place? I'm like, there's nothing. There's nothing at all I can do for Suarez here. So I was like, screw it. That's right. more entertaining than him picking. I think him getting the last place driver is much more entertaining. Yep, I agree. And um we do have fifteen races to go, so it's all right. Yeah, this was hard to believe. Fifteen races still to go, and uh, Hendricks cooled off a little bit, but they're still running well. 
All right. So let's talk about a, a few more things. How about um, basketball? We got game, what, four tonight, right? Yes. Yep. Sun's up two to one. Um, Giannis had to pull a 40 burger out of his ass just for them to win. So, um, I mean, in all honesty, he's not going to do it again tonight. If I have to take a guess, I'm going to say um, Suns by four tonight. I think it's going to be a close game, but the Suns are going to, I think the Suns are going to come out and pull through at the end. Yep. What about you, Cody? Yeah, I'm still sticking to my Suns and five. Um, I got them winning by eight tonight. And as the uh, the Boonhoser Bye Bye Tour continues, like you said, the only reason why they won is because Giannis dropped forty plus. That's it. Yeah, and then they had like the Suns were terrible. If you turn it to TNT right now, uh, from three, what, had, like WWE seven threes eight or something like that. What did um, you say, Cody? I was talking over you. Oh, my bad. Um, no, I said, I think they had, what, like seven threes or something made the whole game? Yeah, it was. Game it, they just shot. I mean, you know it was going to happen. Milwaukee hasn't had a finals game in like 70 years or some shit like that. I mean, it's not that right. Long, it was like 40 years. So you knew they were going to come out hot. You knew they were going to come out wanting to play in front of the home crowd. Totally understand it. And they're going to do it again tonight. I'm sure it up big on them, but Phoenix just – they're too fundamentally sound. They pass the ball too well. Just, I just don't think they lose tonight. I think they're gonna, they're gonna have a chance to go home and 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 take up the Larry O'Brien there, which I think will happen. I, I I pick six, but I think I'm gonna have to side with Cody on this. I just feel a Phoenix win coming tonight and then coming again in game five. There we go. Um, so what do we have in in uh? What just happened this week in tennis? Wimbledon just happened, didn't it? No, well, we'll talk about that in a minute. The well, let's talk about that now since we're still on basketball. They are hot garbage. <laughs> oh, and two, baby. It don't matter. It's exhibition. exhibition. Everyone's freaking out for no reason. It's an exhibition. They just got off the NBA season. Blah, 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 blah. It'll be fine. They'll still win the gold medal. It's okay, everybody. Right, I was they saying, man, like, and they play, dude, and, and everyone's like, Nigeria has a solid squad. I think they're fifth in the world. Australia right. has always had a solid squad. Like, I don't know why everyone's freaking out. Like, it's okay, and it's just, it's, it's exhibition. It's practice in a game. It's practice, right? Even though Greg Popovich should not be coaching Team USA. But, you know, that's a whole another story for another day. I mean, he's, what, 5-14 and 14 as uh, head coach of Team USA? Yeah, but you, we knew and, – and I don't get it. That's what doesn't make sense to me. Like, maybe because it's not his way and he's, he doesn't have his system. Because Popovich is one of the best coaches in basketball history. That's a fact. With role players, though. That's the only thing. I mean, look who he does with role players. Now you got a whole squad of all stars, you know. Uh, Patty Mills, hell, Patty Mills is playing for Australia right now. Yeah, you know, like mm-hmm. yeah, I think the I mean, what the highest caliber players Popovich has ever had, you know, Tim Duncan and David Robinson. 
Kawhi. So, you know, and you can get, you know, you can get role players to buy into your system and, and, you know, all that passive aggressive nonsense. But, you know, like how many all-stars can you really get to buy into that when, you know, they're playing in their off season for free? True. You would think, I mean, and I get it, the whole free thing. It's about pride, right? It's about, do I want to win a gold medal or not? But also in my mind, it's, you would think that some of these guys almost want to show out like Damian Lillard. And I get it. They got Chauncey. I'm just, let's, let's pretend Chauncey Billups isn't there. Lillard wants out. Wouldn't you want to sit here and play out for Popovich? I mean, if Lillard went to the Spurs, the Spurs would be back as a top three seed. I mean, shit, they barely missed the playoffs with nobody this year. I mean, nobody. Who was their best player this year? Fucking Dewan Harris? Um, yeah, probably. What was his name? John? Maybe it was Johnson. I can't remember. Derek Johnson, maybe. That's what it was. Regardless. I mean, it's a, it was literally a bunch of no-names. You put Lillard right. on the team, who was the 11th seed? Come on, man. But, I, I mean, it is what it is. They, they're better – they're better than that, but again, it's an exhibition, so everyone needs to stop freaking out. The Olympics is when it matters. Durant will play when it matters. Everyone under will understand their roles when it matters. Yep. So, yeah, and they uh, they just beat Argentina. So, which yep. I mean, Luis Scola still out here pounding the rock. Is he? Yeah, yeah. He hasn't been in the NBA in like five years, has he? I think he only plays like Olympic basketball now. Is man is, was Ginobili out there too, or what? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know, uh, but yeah, like people don't panic. Let's just not do, um, you know, let's let's not do what people I've seen have been doing and thinking this is a whole like. Uh, um, what was that? The O, was that O four or O six? Um, World Championships when they lost to Puerto Rico, and who else did they lose to that time? Oh my gosh! Because that was the first time I had ever realized like Carlos Arroyo actually played basketball. <laughs> um, when they lost, and then we ended up with the whole like redeem team situation. Uh, I mean, you got to think, they lost, they, what, they get like a silver medal in 88, and then they brought the dream team in? Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, man. We kind of take this uh, this basketball thing for granted, I think. And, well, and, that's, know, one and that's the tough part. Yeah, because everyone, everyone, though, thinks that they should be winning the gold medal every year. That's why. Right. I mean, it's just, it's like it's just like Simone Biles. If she gets anything less than gold, everyone's gonna be like, "What the hell?" Right. Honestly, right. I mean, when you're that good, same thing with Phelps when he when he swam, it was the same thing. Oh my God, Phelps got silver. I mean, he right? Yeah, really did, but most of it. The only reason why Phelps got silver is because it was those team relays. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was about it. But, right. Yeah, I mean, we're just so accustomed to greatness on that aspect with our athletes that, yeah, it's everyone a little bit when 
when we uh, when we drop a couple games in exhibitions. Right. Games we lost in the Olympics, and yeah, go ahead, freak out. I totally understand that, but exhibition, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, granted, though, the last time they played Nigeria, you know, they beat them by what fifty. I it was so. like, yeah, it was like a legit or 60, 50. and then the other time it was 83. <laughs> and well, so, right. They've done that to most teams, honestly. Right. I mean, it was, yeah. it was, it's like not even fun to watch. I don't even watch Olympic basketball because of that, because it's just not fun. Right. But, but, do, you, I mean, do, you still, but do you still watch Ohio State football when they crush and beat the shit out of everybody? That's different. <laughs> <laughs> not an exhibition. Right, but the gas is getting. I don't watch. I don't watch the spring game. I don't watch preseason football. I don't care. Right. I watch. I watch what matters. So yes, I will. And I'll still watch. I'll still watch them. Yeah. I mean, the gap is getting closer now too. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think the days when they're up USA fifty-three going to the fourth, I'm turning it off. Yeah, because I think the the team USA blowouts by like 30, 40 points, like they're gonna be, there's they're gonna start becoming like more farther and fewer between. I mean Nigeria, hell, they even had, I mean half the roster had NBA guys on it. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I think they'll probably medal this year. Yeah, and with Mike Brown coaching, you know, like that. That makes a difference too. You got to think half of those guys. Uh, I think the I think three starters, three starters for Nigeria like played in the league and like played actual minutes. You know they were like starters in the NBA too. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to pull the team up right now. Hold on a second here. Let's well, why why you, you do that? I'm just gonna give a quick you know. The MLB All-Star Game is what it is. The AL, AL won again for the 17th year in a row or whatever the fuck it is. Love and, it. Uh, yeah, Vlad had a bomb, 468. But bigger was a home run derby, man. Pete Alonzo. He won. He beat your boy Trey, right? Yeah, but, you know, I didn't even watch. I didn't turn it on until Bear I, said I, it was I on. I forgot. about the All-Star Game and, and the home run derby. <laughs> I forgot the home run derby was you on until the- Bear said it. Uh, you know, honestly, the last home run derby I watched and was, I want to say 99 when it was at Fenway and that I think, hell, King Griffey Jr. was still playing in Seattle. Yep. He won that one too, didn't he? I think he did. Yeah. Like that was the last home run derby I even remotely cared to watch. I was, I enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I I absolutely loved it for the fact that I watched Joey Gallo hit like 18 pop-ups in a row, which was awesome. <laughs> um, so, I mean, he had like basically a regular week during the home run derby. Exactly. Exactly. So he's, I mean, Joey Gallo is, you know, what, pop-up, pop-up, home run, strikeout, pop-up, you know, in any random order. Yeah, I think um, – pretty sure that every I think in the first round every lower seed won I'm pretty positive 
Story, yeah, Story beat Gallo, and he was a lower seed. For whatever reason, Pete Alonzo as defending champ was a lower seed, which makes zero sense. Um, Otani obviously they had as the one seed, and he lost to Juan Soto, and that was the that was awesome. I mean, that was the best first round just because Otani was so tired and down so much and still jacked like four homers just to tie him. And then they go to a after the or after they tied, then they had their minute. They tied again, so then they went to a three swing off. Soto hit all three out. Otani pops the first one up. <laughs> so that was it. And he still dropped 28. I mean, Alonzo doing 35 in the first. Gallo popping everything up. Mancini, I mean, he looked great. Um, he was just knocking some balls. But, I mean, this one to me, I, I like watching it in um, in Den- in Colorado. I mean, the balls just fly. for Like, that was – they should just do the home run derby there every year. Honestly, they should, because it's the best place to watch a home run derby. Those balls just pop. And that's all I care about. It's all I want to see. It's a home run derby. I don't want to watch guys pop the ball up. I want to watch a dude smash it for seven. Honestly, aren't the rules like different now? Didn't they change the rules? Isn't it like time now instead of 10 yeah, outs? So, yeah, it's time. Yep. Yes. Let's go back to 10 outs, man. Everybody's hitting home <laughs> runs at this point now. Go back to 10 outs. And let's see what happens. The only reason why – the only – complaint i have about the time is they have the dumbass umpire in the back and they won't let him pitch until the ball is almost now it was better than last or two years ago it was much better then but it still was just absolutely stupid still make a wait like if you're gonna give a time limit just let these guys just go like just let them go let the guy let the pitcher's arm fall off let the batters gas out that's the whole point don't make them wait like it's stupid I like the I like the way they do it. I don't like the fact that they make them wait at certain times. I think they should just yeah. let them throw as many as you want. That's the whole point. It's a home run derby. Yeah, because like uh, Trey came out in the final and hit pretty well, and I'm like fuck. And then I must have fallen asleep because I was like shit. He was hitting bombs, and then Alonzo comes out and hits six home runs in a row in the bonus to win. <laughs> like unreal. Yeah, hey, I mean, it's just I don't know. Just do the ten. And then the, the farther you go, you know, let's, let's put some drama in it. You start out with 10 outs, then you go five outs. And then in a championship, you get three outs, man. You make your swings count. Yeah, that'd be stupid. There'd only be like two home runs. Nobody wants that. Not the way, man, not the way these dudes are hitting home runs. I don't know, man. Some of those guys in there pop up, pop up, yeah, pop up. Right. With, I mean, they were hitting, yeah. They were hitting, they were hitting some line drives off the wall that almost could have went out, but. Yeah, I mean that's. I want to see. I want to see home. I, I enjoyed it, but you gotta you gotta love you gotta love Alonzo. Two years ago when he won it, donated money to the Wounded Warriors. Um, this year was just head bobbing, cool as could be the entire time. Um, didn't hear, but I'm sure he'll probably do the same again, something like that. But the dude's making six hundred sixty thousand dollars yeah, as much as he. He's made and, and he's won two home run derbies. You better keep that money. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Good for him for donating, but man, yeah, he only making right. Uh, say so you donate that at the end of the year. It's yeah, making six hundred thousand to play one hundred and sixty-two games, swing home runs one night, million. <laughs> like it's wild. Right. He'll be in it every goddamn year if he can. Until he gets yeah, it. Man. Oh, I'll this. donate it. 
with it. The problem is he's a 247 batter is his issue. Right. <laughs> That's the problem. Pete Alonso's a good dude. He's still young. Okay. He's, he's in his third year. It's okay. So it'll be like it'll be all right. He'll he'll get his money down the line. And he's a likable dude. He does good stuff for the community. So he'll he'll get paid. All comes back. Yeah, just won't be by the mix. <laughs> no, it won't. It'll probably be by the Yankees. He'll move. Those, no, those the the Mets will still be paying Bobby Bo. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry, Pete. We got to pay you six hundred K because we still owe Bobby Bo one point five a year. Yeah, <laughs> they're paying. They're paying a dude to sit at home <laughs> more right. than, more than their best hitter. <laughs> Great, Grayson started to watch like the nineties baseball movies. So started with Sandlot. You know, he loved it. And then we went to uh, Rookie of the Year, you know, and then you see Bobby Bowes in there striking out with, <laughs> with a little dude throwing at him. Bonds when he was with Pittsburgh's in it. Man. And then uh, we just watched Angels in the outfield last night. So we just got a little big league to go because Kelly said, I can't let him watch Major League. So whatever. Yeah, you might have to give him a couple more years for that one. <laughs> he wouldn't give a shit. He'd be like, what's that? Oh, titty? All right. <laughs> the uh no it's all good so california penal league daddy <laughs> right the uh so and um what novak won uh I, I, another title wasn't it wimbledon this past week yeah he won wimbledon over um i hate to say a no name but a guy who's had his first his first final um ended up coming back and winning the first set after down five two um, but didn't do anything after that. Novak won the next three. So, so 20 titles for Novak. Yeah, he's he's got 20. Well, he's got – since 2011, he's got 19, and Federer and Nadal have 15 combined. Yeah. So he's just been dominating for the last 10 years. Yeah, he has 20, 20 total now. Um, yep. And he's won the first three of uh, the Grand Slams. Yep, which he's first never won. Majors. He's never won a, a calendar going. Yeah, calendar he's never grand. got the calendar slam. He's won, yeah, he's won everything. He just hasn't won a calendar grand yeah. slam, which he has a chance for at the U.S. Open. But U.S. Open is where he's won his least amount of titles. So right, it'll be good. And the U.S. Open's hard court in New York, New York. Yep, and um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Uh, we did have. I saw a few funny things. We're gonna get to some other shit later, but. I, I was reading something that J.J. Watt said about uh, Philip Rivers. He said, I'll never forget lining up for a play and Phil pointing to one of our linebackers and telling him he was lined up wrong based off the blitz we were about to run. And he was 100% correct. <laughs> 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 How embarrassing is that? You just tell the linebacker, you're in the wrong spot. <laughs> I was like, um, was that the one where when, when Cam was playing with, um, I think Cam was with the Panthers still, and I think they were playing the Packers. And someone said, we know you're running here or something like one of the dudes on the Packers defense. So we know you're running here. And Cam goes, yep, you're right, but you can't stop it. And he scored <laughs> from like the three on the same exact play that they did. Just yeah, good stuff like that. I like that. And then I laughed my ass off. I watched this video on Twitter. It says the home run derby is a cool event in MLB. Meanwhile, in Korea, and I can't play the video because I screenshot yeah, it, but it's the bunt derby. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. Oh, that shit's wild. But did you find that, um, before we do this, the roster? Yes. So they they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight guys who've played in the NBA. Um, I mean, besides Jaleel Okafor is probably the biggest name that they have. Um, 
Gabe Vincent played for the Heat. Jordan Nora plays for the Buc- played for the Bucks. Excuse me. Um, actually, I think he's on their D League uh, or G League or whatever they call it now. Um, Mini One played for the Jazz. KZ Okapala for the Heat. Um, Precious Achua also the Heat. I'm I'm sure that some of these are G League guys because I haven't heard them before. And then uh, Josh Akogi played for the T Wolves and Chemise Metu for the Kings. Nice. So yeah. yeah, and they did all that with Bam out of bio. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, and Mike Brown is coach. So yeah, they've been yeah. looking at Bam out of bio. Funny because he chose to play for Team USA instead of Nigeria. Yeah, I don't know why he did that, but well, I mean, you want to win, don't you? Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, man. I, in that in that aspect, nah. I, I'm gonna go. I go to my home country and beat up on try to try to beat the team that always wins that's what i'd want to do just but i don't know if he was i can't remember if he was born in nigeria or if he has like dual citizenship i was about to say you have to at least be born in the country to go play for him right i think uh i think you just have to be a legal citizen or is it do you have to be born there? I don't well, I yeah, can't because, remember. Because technically the guy some guys are still born in, in another country and come over to the States yeah. and have that dual citizenship, but they right. lived there before. So I think if yeah, like born, I think if he was born in Nigeria and then they moved to the States and he's a US citizen but was a legal resident at one point of that um for birth, not you know, it's not like Cody Bryant can uh, be, you know, he's born in the USA and then uh, goes to England and lives there for 10 years and comes back. It's like, I'm playing for team. I don't think it works that way. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just say, don't you have to at least have dual citizenship? Cause I know, I mean, technically Kyrie Irving can play for team Australia, but he plays for team USA. Uh, now I'm going to have to look up the rules. Well, this is, yeah. Cause I know he was, cause I know he was born in Australia so, like, technically, he could play for Team Australia, but I don't know. I can't remember. I never really thought about it until oh, shit. Uh, till he ended up with guys, you know, till we started getting more, you know, foreign-born players in the league. Yep. So. I guess FIFA an accident. So. Uh, if I if I butcher his name because I never remember how they say his name, but Nashville's goalie, what is it, Pekka Rene? Yeah. Yep. And uh, he retired seven seventeen years in the league, twenty thousand goal stop, pretty damn good, you know. Did pretty damn well. So for for FIFA, any person holding a permanent nationality that is not dependent on residence in a certain country is eligible to play for the representative teams of the association of that country. Now that's soccer. Mm-hmm. Try to see if basketball is any different. Well, actually, you want FIBA? You want FIBA. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was FIFA. FIBA. Right. Um, FIBA national team eligibility rules are broadly similar to those of FIFA. So there you go. There you go. FIBA mandates that in official competitions, no national team can have more than one player on its roster who acquired citizenship by any means after age 16. So there you go. Right. That's just what happens. Got another guest. You can wave at the people. (laughs) There we go. 
There we go. He's just looking at himself. The uh, <laughs> yes, we're on a live recording. The um, the uh, <laughs> thank you. See ya. The bye bye. The something I was laughed at was um, what I was reading about. Uh, Charles Barkley talked to Dan Patrick and what he said. Larry Bird, one of his favorite people in the world, and uh, talked about a funny moment. And how much, you know, Larry loved to trash talk. We all know that. He's, and, and Chuck said, I always laugh about Larry because Larry was like, Chuck, I need to talk to you in the middle of a game. And he said, what's going on, LB? He says, y'all being disrespectful to, to me. And he's like, what do you mean? He says, y'all got a white guy trying to guard me. That's disrespectful. And he said, it <laughs> caught him off guard. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, there's not a white guy on the planet that can guard me. <laughs> and he says he thinks it was Bob Thornton that was trying to guard him at the time. Oh. So, <laughs> but that sounds like, I love how Larry, you wouldn't picture that because he was so, you know, just quiet and humble and didn't say much at all but on the court he talked the most trash absolutely he didn't say much off the court because he was drunk most of the time (laughs) that or eating mcdonald's right (laughs) man larry legend the uh all right so we got to go into some trivia too and then we gotta oh my god we're gonna do that this week yeah, he's ready. You got the uh, updated standings? No, I, I just assume that he quit on trivia after we ripped his ass. <laughs> Man, we, we were a little Pause. rough. Hold on a second. I got to find it. Where did I put it? There. Got it. I got too many effing computer. Updated standings since we haven't done one in like 15 weeks. Um, Gray with 142, Cody with 102, myself at 120, Parrot at 61, Peapod with eight, Wes Anderson with two. All right, here we go. For three points, which player currently playing in the NBA Finals began the season with Milwaukee and then was traded to the Suns in March? So does he get a ring either way because he played for both teams? Yes. Yeah, he gets the ring either way. I can't think of his name right now, too. I actually just saw this the other day. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I can I can tell you what he looks like. I can't think of his name, though. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Just, just popped up the other day. Yeah. Because I can't even remember if he's actually playing or not. Because I know he well, got he, hurt he, in game he, one. I think he is. Do we need first name, too? Yes. Sorry. That's. Come on. By the way, I'm drinking the Rocks tequila. Pretty good. Nice. Which one you got? Nice. The Blanco. Nice. Oh, somebody <laughs> tells Sammy Guevara to uh, that whole triple moonsault spot. Um, I seen that last week from Andrade. Oh, All right, look cooler. Are you Are you ready? I'm ready. Three, two, one, and go. <laughs> Come on, Craig. Couldn't remember his name. Couldn't remember his goddamn name. Corey yeah. Craig. Yeah, you oh, wouldn't. Craig? Get, like you said, we got to know first name. So Bear gets three. Yeah. Um, how do you get fired on a day off? <laughs> How you gonna get fired on your day off? Come on, Craig. 
Come on, Craig. Come on, Craig. <laughs> Maybe he'll get a Friday reference. He has to. It's Jeremy. He's got a Friday. I would. If he doesn't get the Friday, re- if he don't get the Friday reference, he's done with our. <laughs> hey, man. I don't know. The That's pretty cool stat. It is. it is. What? And, and almost divorce. Yeah, hey, almost like called a divorce lawyer on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> How the hell have you not seen Grayson scene Friday? Like, Listen, oh wait, you let him see Friday, but you let him see Major League. That's his mom. When we were separated, he could watch whatever. Yeah, he well, <laughs> I mean, Friday is a hell of a lot more funnier than Major League. Hold on. Hold I on. agree. I saw Hold that half of that. So I'm a, I'm gonna read. <laughs> Because it'd be better to get the reaction from reading it. Great 300 show. I was glad their traditional contested Cody complaint was for a question I did not come up with for once. So that was nice. And it did crack me up the complaints about the survey results and family feud. You have to remember it was a hundred people surveyed, not a hundred wrestling fans from 20 years ago that would know Sting and his bat or Triple H and his sledgehammer. You two should have consulted with Jake on that category, as I bet he would have done better. Heck, the grown-ups, not huge wrestling fans, rattled off like five correct when stealing that question. For show 400, we definitely should come up with some kind of mega grown-ups versus OTL contest, though. That's all I have this week. See you for wrestling. Yeah, because I need to participate. Like, we need to let Parrot do this. Jeremy Jeremy just needs to show up and be our Jeopardy. He just needs to be there and be the host for 400. We will get him whatever he wants. Shirts, he'll have free drinks, he'll have free food, he'll have whatever he needs. He needs to be there live and in person doing our Jeopardy because that would make it better. Then OTL, and by OTL, we mean uh, Gray, Cody, and Bear. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what I want to do, and I, I think I might do it for our show, but I wanted to do it with the grownups. I want to do because the lyric reading was hilarious. I want to I might go back and look at like, but actually pull out specific um, like this is a Prince category. This is, you know, the who this is this. You don't even need to do that. You don't even need to do that. You just need to put a year on it. That's all we need to do. We need to put a year, maybe a genre, but a year. That's all we just need. A, and we don't even need that year. You could do like a range, be like. 95 to 2000s 90s yeah 90s 2010s that's all we need to do (laughs) that's very he said that's very tempting that would be fun i may be up for that you are being requested i personally merch all on the house (laughs) bear personally requested you all right so let's wrap up the show let's talk about ufc 264 (laughs) So you want to save the uh, best for last? (laughs) I mean, this was, this was probably, I would say this was easiest, easiest bet UFC. Oh yeah. On the main card for a three fight parlay. I could have ever imagined in my life for the five fight parlay. We could have got it. I think we all took the guys, the people that won. I mean, the the only one was the I think oh. the fight was the only one I got wrong in the main card. Um O'Malley was a slam dunk, which by the way was easily best fight of the night. Absolutely fantastic. I mean that the kid that came in, you gotta give him props. I mean, he got his ass whipped and they Herb should not stop the fight, but that's Herb Dean for you. Yeah. Um, I mean, if he was gonna stop it, you should have did that after like the, the <laughs> first round. Hold on, timeout. I got to go back up a little bit. 
Jeremy said, that'll be fun. He'll plan on it. Then I can stick up for myself in person if any question is contested. <laughs> yeah. oh, I will personally guarantee that if he is there live on site, everything will be perfect. Almost guarantee it. Gare on. Oh, I love it. But yeah, <clears throat> dude, tied to Avasa. I mean, that fight. That was, that was, he cake. just knocked was, his ass out. <laughs> Everyone knew that was coming. And the best. Right. He, he rolled the fake stumble like Hardy barely even tagged him and he ran a fake stumble to get Hardy to bite in and it just clocked, clocked him. Right. And then he, he barely missed him on the way down. In slow-mo, you could see how mm-hmm. just barely missed him. I'm like, man, if he could have caught him with that too. Drank like, out of two if shoes. Him, yeah, if he had <laughs> caught him flush. Just think oh if he had caught God. him flush. Dude, I mean, he would have knocked his head off. Dead, yeah. But he, he drilled him right in the temple and he was donezo. Yeah, but we all know Greg Hardy's not used to fighting uh, males, let alone, you know, or uh, yeah, fighting blondes and let alone males. Yeah. That's, that right. Was, that was a good one to see. Good, good one. To see. Yeah. You got to be like a 130 pound waitress yeah. to make it fair for Greg Hardy. The um, And then Gilbert Burns, he won by decision. That was a fun. I didn't. I mean, that was. That was a decent fight. That was a decent one. It was okay. I mean, Burns is just so boring. boring. He's absolutely boring. He is, and that's why Usman knocked him out, and he's going to get another fucking shot at a title, and Usman's going to knock him out again. Yeah, I say he's not really a, a striker per se. No, and, he's not. And he's he, not. I think he knows that he's not one to really like take a punch either, so he avoids all that. Oh, you could see it. That third round, yeah. Thompson was about to. He was a. He was getting there. Like it was connected. Yeah. He was gonna knock him out. Gilbert Burns has oh, no. Yeah. He was gonna knock him out, and he got him right back to the ground. And he did. This is my thing. I'll never complain about. I'll never complain about the UFC because at the end of the day, he did what he needed to do to win. Obviously, the fans are gonna boo and they're gonna be pissed because yeah, it's boring. But he did what he needed to do to win. Simple as that. Lay him pray. Lay him pray has won so many fights. And it did there. It's all I needed to do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And then if, and it'll get him and it'll get him knocked out by Usman again. Yep. <laughs> and then of course we go to the main. Yeah, I mean, you knew right off the bat with Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier that these two just hate each other to no end. And Poirier just fucking oh my God. I mean, they they were both of them throwing some vicious elbows, punches, like it was a fun first round until you know. Those kids, and and I kind of believe what Poirier was saying when Connor was throwing some strong leg kicks, and I think he weakened up that fucking tibia because when he came back, I mean, he literally threw a reverse punch, and when he came back, I mean, he overrolled on the pivot and just fucking broke it, snapped the tibia. Yeah, and it wasn't. I mean, it was his shin. I mean, it was the shin bone, and right, it was like right when it happened. I, I was the only one that saw it. And I mean, granted, I was sitting around a bunch of drunk people, including myself, but I was like, he just broke his ankle. I mean, and you know, when you're watching, yeah. like, he just broke his ankle. He's done. And they're like, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. I'm like, yeah. yes, he broke his ankle. Like, you could see it. And then they show the replay, which I love about UFC. They show the replay in slow-mo like 10 times, just so you know, just so we can get Joe Rogan to go, oh, God. Right. <laughs> and get his interview in no matter what's happening. Yeah, but you I know, Poirier him. like pointed to him and told him, "Like, dude, yeah. like, I just broke your leg." Yeah, I mean, Poirier knew. He knew. Yeah, and, and, and honestly, all that did was save Connor from getting knocked out because that's what was going to happen. He was going to get knocked I mean, out. 
Oh yeah, I don't think he was gonna get knocked out. I think he was just gonna get. I think it was gonna be like the. Oh, he wouldn't fight. have got knocked out in the first round. Poirier was gonna take no. his time and whoop his ass and then submit yeah. him in the second or third. Right, Maybe that's what I'm saying. He was just, he was fucking he handing it to him. Yeah, he wanted yeah. to punish him. Oh, he, yeah, dude, he was gonna punish him. It was, yeah, and I, I mean, Connor, Connor got some in too, but not like Poirier did. Poirier no, just he got fucking lit in. him up. Yeah, well, then that was the 30 seconds later. Everything came back to reality. Yeah. yeah, for for Connor. I mean, you could see him, you know, back in his locker room. You could see it in his eyes. He was terrified. Oh yeah, yeah. Like he's so, like, so seven, he knew he so wasn't gonna win that fight. Connor got seventy strikes, forty three, you know, total strikes, and then twenty seven significant, and then uh, old. Uh, well, no, let me back that up. Forty three strikes total, and uh, Poirier only got thirty six, but they were all significant strikes. Yeah. Oh yeah. All, all 30 he threw 66 strikes all 36 were significant and yeah, then he was gonna punish him he was oh yeah gonna mcgregor mcgregor got 27 to 38 significant and 43 overall so he had more strikes but just he got nine less significant and you could tell i mean fuck yeah he went in there handed it to him oh yeah he went in there like he went in against khabib like i'm just gonna throw a bunch of a bunch of punches and kicks and hope for the best right and hopefully keep my ass off the canvas well, I think uh, I think we can all agree here that Poirier is going to be the next champ. <laughs> think I don't think he loses when he gets his title shot. He shouldn't. He shouldn't. Yeah, and he then I would love but... to see him and Gaethje again. Yeah, I'd rather Gaethje see learned... him and Gaethje. Yeah, oh yeah, I would too. Gaethje, Gaethje after he... again. Gaethje fought Habib pretty well. You know, he got the fucking right. triangle choke with the legs, but I'm like, those two would match up pretty well and be fun to watch. Uh, Oliver, right. I don't care. Like, I'd rather see, like you said, Poirier and Gaethje, but we're going to get that in the next pretty much year, year and a half. Yeah, I just wish Connor would have broke his tibia, man, because I would have loved I seeing him I get wanted punished him to get his ass again. kicked. Yep. He was going to get punished again. It would have been worse than, than Khabib, I think, because he kept... But, I mean, he crossed the line with Khabib, too. But then... So- you know, Khabib, uh, his mom basically saved Conor McGregor, basically. Yeah. Like, Khabib's mom told him, you know, still be remotely respectful. Right. Because I think if his mama would have said, just go ahead, cut loose. <laughs> he oh, would have fucking handed it to him. Yeah, he probably would have broke his neck or something, man. But all that crazy shit happened. A guy came in and hit Connor. Like, that was just fucking wild, that fight. Yeah, but that's um, the thing. When you cross the line like that with people, you know, like, Okay, yeah, we understand you talk trash and everything for a fight. Okay, fine. Right. But you don't talk about nobody's family, man. You don't, you don't well, cross that line. It was the same thing. It was the same thing with this one. You don't tell a man you're going to kill him in the ring. Right. Like, you don't tell somebody that. So then at the end of the day, when he when he pretty much snaps your freaking leg, then. Right. Yeah. And then you sit there with a broken ankle, broken leg, broken shin, broken tibia, whatever the fuck he had. And then talk about dude's wife being in his DMs. Like, come on, man. Oh, dude, that was fucked up. Like, why would you right. say that? Like, you yourself are married. Like, are you an idiot? Or yeah. And of all times to say it while you're sitting on the canvas yeah. with a broken yeah, because, angle. Because if Poirier, if Poirier wanted to, he could have rolled them dudes right off and just, just cleaned them out right there. Because right. you're not doing it. You're not going anywhere. Right. Dude, yeah, I would have if it was me. I ain't gonna lie. If it was me. Nah, Poirier's real bit all the talking. Poirier's girls are all the time when she flipped him off. That's all all that needed to be done right there. Yep. No, that was nah, good. Nah, it wasn't that ain't enough. That ain't enough. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, my wife can, yeah, she can give you the finger. Okay, cool. But 
I'm not I'm not even yet. So yeah, I'd have kicked him straight in his mouth. As soon as they sat his ass up up against the fence, I'd have kicked him right in his face. As hard as I could. And then you would have been making a guest appearance on AEW tonight. Or no, I'm sorry, <laughs> AEW Dark, as you say, yeah. is what you would have been on. <laughs> yeah, I'd have been on AEW Dark and then I'd have lost to like uh, Christian Cage or something. Yeah. The, uh, but what do you, so I, I going into 265, which is on August 7th, I'll be in uh, Madison, Wisconsin that day. The, um, I, I, I have some strong, hatred towards the UFC about this, that they're fucking putting Lewis and Gain in for an interim heavyweight title. What the fuck? I, yeah, I that's some more. That's just dirtbaggery at its finest. I don't, I didn't like it. I don't understand. It. Yeah, it I don't understand it either. It doesn't like he just fucking fought what three months ago. Yeah. Why are you making a big goddamn deal now? Like you have to have an interim championship fight for right. what reason? Because Dana White's a dirtbag. That's true. And Lewis hey, and Gain will be fun, but neither one of them can fucking beat Francis. Because he yeah. wants his boy John Jones to come back. Right. And fight, and fight, and he's probably still all doped up and shit, so he can't. So yep. he's giving him as much time as possible. But why don't you yeah. just let them fight for the – that's what I don't get is why does it have to be an interim? Why don't you just let them fight for the number one contender and the winner fight, the winner fights right. the guy? Like, exactly. I, because exactly. they probably, they want them to fight and then fucking make Francis fight and win the title back and then Jones maybe will be off his high and be ready to challenge for the title. Oh. So he, you know what they're gonna? I mean they're gonna have him fight Stipe again because it's the it's the trilogy. Which whatever, I get it. That's fine. Stipe will get fucking killed. I, he, unfortunately, he will. As much as I don't want to see it, I don't either. But he's gonna get true. killed. But yeah, I just the interim title makes no sense to me. There's no need for hundred percent agree. Yeah. Just just a way for Dana to make more money to not give to the fighters. Yeah, right. That's, that's, a fact. that's all it that's is. Another way to put it. That is a fact. I mean, they signed that, they signed that new deal with the, the new uh, apparel deal or whatever it is, their uniform, quote unquote, and the fighters are getting none of that money, which I think is crazy. Well, I mean, right. it's like $125 million or $175 million or something like that. And those fighters don't see a nickel of it. And I didn't know they only get like 18. They basically, they only get like 18%. Right. And like, that's crazy, man. And in 266, which is going to be actually like almost nine or uh, seven weeks later, September 25th, we're going to get Alexander Volkanovsky against Brian Ortega. Uh, for the featherweight championship, and then you're going to get Valentina fighting again. But I didn't know that fucking Nick Diaz was fighting Robbie Lawler. Yeah. Yep. I knew Nick Diaz was back. I just didn't know he was fighting Robbie Lawler. 13 years, uh, 13 years later. Man, I was going to say, what is is this, uh, a UFC from like 2007, 2008? They fought in 2004. Oh man, my bad. I gave them some years. They fought at UFC 47. Oh god! <laughs> Literally wow. April 2nd, 2004. So it's going to be 17 years later. Back when fighters actually made money. <laughs> Allegedly. 
Right? Nah, man, fuck that. This is what they've actually made money. They don't make no money now. Nick Diaz you has can a... tell Jesus. You can tell little roided up Richard Simmons I said it too. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Boxercise me? So he's lost like Nick Diaz has basically lost three in a row. Lost to Condit in twelve, GSP in thirteen, and then Silva. It was ruled a no contest because, you know, uh Silva tested positive for testosterone and other shit, basically. And then Diaz tested positive for marijuana. So no contest, even though it was a unanimous for uh, Anderson. Yeah. Hmm. That's the UFC for you? Well, we got to get over to watching AEW. So thanks to Wes Anderson for moments of time. Check him out on Facebook. Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Don't forget Instagram. Also at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Our Clothing, Crandall's Quality Landscaping, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com, and Sparty Steve. As always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Connor ain't walking through that door anytime soon. <laughs> you know, I don't even care, man. Anybody named Dana. You can try to fight me if you want to, Dana. I don't fight for free, though, so good luck. Good luck.